Hello, everybody. Good morning, afternoon, evening, whichever it happens to be where you are listening to the podcast. Welcome to the big show, the 3BY podcast, the show of note for the best prepper website with the name BeansWoldsBandages.com. We're absolutely the best website with that name out there. Absolutely. Welcome to the show, the big show. We've got some uh, information to share with you today, and uh, it's all about getting old. Not you. Yeah, well, we want you to get old, yes, but... Getting old beats the alternative, ladies and gents. When it comes to people, not necessarily drugs. What we're uh, talking about here is maintaining the preps you've got, keeping them up to date. I know it's not an exciting topic. It's not exciting to do. It's kind of annoying. It's not even exciting for us to talk about, to be honest with you. But it's absolutely essential if you want things to actually be ready when you need them. Now, a lot of the preps don't need a whole lot of maintaining, and that's part of the beauty of it. You buy those... uh, Big buckets of food that are supposed to be good for 30 years, 50 years. Okay, you set them somewhere and they're good for 30 years, 50 years. But if canned foods are part of your preps, they're not good forever. And some foods last longer than others. In in canned food, I mean, there's certain types of canned foods that that don't last nearly as long. And I, I understand peanut butter isn't necessarily what you'd call a canned food, even though you can occasionally get it canned. But it doesn't have nearly the shelf life of, say, a can of corn. Things with high oil content yes. don't last as well. No. Things that are more acidic are more likely to rust their cans and don't last as well. We actually bought, I bought a military surplus uh, can of peanut butter. Uh, it was a, it wasn't a 10 ounce can, or 10, number 10 can. It was a bigger than normal can. And we had it sitting on the, on the shelf in, in our stores. And this was many years ago. And I uh, kind of forgot it was there. <laughs> and, uh. Well, over time, and it probably sat there, what, 10 years? Something like that? When we cleaned out that the back of that cabinet, which was way, you know, it's one we just don't get anywhere near, um, it exploded. It was it, not good. It literally exploded. And exploded rancid peanut butter is not something that is a pleasant thing. It's not your favorite. No. So we keep as uh, much peanut butter as we can rotate through and still have be fresh when we get to... When we get to the one we bought, rotate it through the series, and it's still fresh, that's the right amount of peanut butter. Yeah, we, we, we use a system. We keep about 10 jars because peanut butter is a great food to keep in stock because it's high, high calorie, high, high nutritional value. And we it's eat enough of it that we can food. rotate through it and get to it before it gets bad. But and you got to think about that. And there's also food that you can feed to, to other people, and it can be used as a condiment on other types of things that you have. So peanut butter is a great food, but it does not have a hugely long shelf life, so you just you have to rotate it. Uh, a lot of things with tomatoes in it don't have the longest shelf life in the world because they're acidic. Uh, whereas something like a can of corn, a can of beans, a can of... Uh, peaches don't stay good. Canned peaches don't stay good as long as other fruits do. I don't know why. Um, I know pineapples don't either. So that's their pineapples are very high acid. So, yeah, it's just... Food's not the really hard part, though. No. Because most people kind of think about that a little bit. Drugs. Yeah. You should have uh, some reserves of those, at least, in your 
three-day bag, whatever whatever uh, initials of the week you want to use to call your three-day bag. But uh, the stuff you can just pick up and, and go when you need to go, you ought to have your prescription meds in there if you take any. And a commonly used or really important when you do need them, like antidiarrheals. Very, very critical prep is antidiarrheals. But not all drugs have very good shelf lives. And you have, to, especially if they are exposed to changing temperatures. Yeah. The ones I, the bag I keep in the car, I have to swap out the meds on. I do it at least twice a, a year yeah, to make sure that they're... Especially the high heat, really. But it's, yeah. the, it's the variation of the temperature that really gets, gets bad on them, too. Now, I will say um, most drugs are safe. Most. Okay, first of all, I am not a pharmacist. I'm not giving pharmaco- pharmacological advice in any way, shape, or form. Cause I am not a pharmacist, but I'm going to tell you most drugs are safe if they're overaged and they'll get... They just lose potency, but there are some, and you'll have to you'll have to do the research on yourself that actually become quite dangerous if they get old. And I know a couple of the a couple of the codeine drugs are like that. They get really unstable, and you don't want to have anything to do with them if they're, you know, a couple years over their time. They need to go away. No, they are things that don't last long. Right. For, so, so you, know, like, you know, for a year or so after each time we've had surgeries, we have had the higher potency painkillers among our preps. But then we just toss them because we don't even want to be tempted to take those suckers if they are older than we they ought to be taking them. To be fair, we end up taking them to the local prescription drug disposal place. Yeah. Uh, you don't want to. The pharmacy will take them back and get rid of them safely. With ours, it's the sheriff's office, and they'll just, just go in there and drop them in there and say, you know, they're old prescription drugs. But honestly, if we have a, if we have an injury that we have some painkillers for, we do keep them around in case we should need them for other, because there are prescriptions, and they're perfectly legal for us to do that. At least I think they are. But not once they get too old. But no, no, no. You got to. You got to get rid of those things. Those are they're dangerous. Um, yeah. But things like aspirins and, and uh, most non-steroidal pain relievers just lose potency. Uh, and some things really are just good forever. Some things are just like I know um, I had to get a uh, had a dental procedure and I had to get some oral lidocaine. And I was talking to the pharmacist and he said. You know, keep this around for for dental pain because it's just a, it's an oral lidocaine. Um, it's not any big thing. He says it'll just lose potency over time, so don't worry about it getting old. If you have any future dental pain, you can just put it on there to get to the doctor. It's really about all it was good for was dental pain, so it's not that big a deal. But um, it's something to keep in mind: food, and there's other things too. Things that Really, you might not think about so much. If you've got uh, bags for kids, for example, and you packed them a year ago, do the clothes still fit? Good question. Or do your clothes still fit? Or, you know, if they're cotton and you packed them five years ago, are they still in one piece? Because cotton deteriorates over time. 
the elastic's even worse than the cotton. If you've got elastic waistbands and stuff, the first time you try and use them. Yeah, you... I had some uh, stuff I had, oh, I'll leave this set of biking shorts in the car. So if I ever forget mine when we're going on a biking day, I can just grab those out. First time I grabbed them out and pulled the band to put them on, it was crack, 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 crack. Now, to be fair, those were shorts she didn't really like that well anyway, or she would have kept them in her Yeah. Kitchen. So it was not any real loss, but... It wasn't, but it was... It brought it to my attention that you have to keep in mind of those things. We uh, refreshed one of our big water barrels this summer. It was... Should have done both of them, but didn't get around to both of them this summer. Uh, the, I mean, the, the water had been one. in the barrels for a while, and it was good water, and it was good barrels, and they were protected from the light, so we felt fine leaving them for a few years there, but it came to be time, and we took the water out and put it in the water barrels that feed the garden for the drip irrigation system, and just, uh, we had to rinse the barrels out, though, because there was nevertheless some sediment down in the bottom of it. Yeah, these, uh, There had been some change. I, wa- I want to be clear. We don't, we don't put, like, oh, that expensive... Uh, stuff in there. We don't put stabilizers in nah. it. We just use uh, we're gonna filter it tap anyway. safe water. We're going to filter it anyway. Yeah, we got a Berkey, so we pull that stuff out to use it. We're going to run it through the Berkey. Household goods such as bleach, bleach especially, has a very short shelf life. Short shelf. Yeah, we can't even stock significant amounts of bleach because we don't use much of it and it'll go bad. Yeah, I mean, you're About talking, a year is all you really yeah, get for full strength bleach. And your bleach is bad, so bleach is a, is a problem. Um, if you can get it in the like pool shock version, it's not nearly as short a lifespan. But since we don't have a pool, the only thing we use it for is you know, prepping. We don't have a whole lot of that around. And you have to, of course, with pool shock, you have to know what you're doing. Because if you get pool shock to purify water, you have to make sure you get the right one. You need the chlorine only version of it. So, and there's other things too, like anything with a pressure vessel. Well, you, I don't have a pressure vessel. Well, sure you do. Anything like a fire extinguisher has an expiration date on it. And you really don't want to let your fire extinguisher, if you need a fire extinguisher, you need that doggone thing to work. You really, I mean, it's got to work. So you really don't want to go too much into... Your battery stores. Batteries, yeah. Okay. Rule number one, Never, ever, ever, ever leave batteries in your devices. Unless they're lithiums, then you can get away with it. But if they're not lithiums, if they're like an alkali, take them out of your device. Even if you're only leaving it in there for a month, remove the batteries. And don't just dump them all in a bag so the positives of one can come in contact with the negatives of another and bad things can happen. Yeah, I've actually seen... Things get really hot if you do that. And it'll destroy your batteries, too. So, and have plenty of batteries. And I go for the long shelf life batteries. That's fine. But don't, even if it's, you can have five years left on the shelf life of a battery and still have it ruin the electronics it's in. So, if you're going to put your, if you're not going to use something, pull the battery off of it. So, this okay. is kind of like a homework moment to go, especially yeah. to your short-use grab-and-go bags and Make sure everything's really ready. I also personally look through my car stuff twice a year to make sure that my winter stuff's in there at the beginning of winter 
and things have not migrated away, and to make sure I've got water in there throughout the summer. Right, and water is another one of those things where you don't want to you don't want to leave it sitting around forever. And if you get bought water in the regular milk jug style water, those things will deteriorate on you and just start leaking. So you don't want to do that either. You want to get them, if you're going to store water, like in a, don't use the milk jugs thing for storing water. Use something harder, like a two-liter pop bottle, or use uh, uh, the actual harder plastic. And even if you do use those, they don't last forever. Our, some of our very first preps many, many years ago was to just uh, fill some two liters with extra tap water, seal them up good, stick them somewhere nice and dark in the basement. That way we had a boil order or something, we had a little water on hand. We didn't have two nickels to rub together, but we could afford to do that. And I saw some of those down in the, in the dark corner of the basement a while ago, and the poor little things were all shriveled up because enough of the water had evaporated away around the uh, threads of the cap that the volume went down and it just sucked the whole two-liter container into a kind of mangled <laughs> New Age sculpture. Well, this, this little podcast is just nothing more than a, than a kind of a, a, a thought exercise, so go ahead and, and start giving it a thought about the various different stuff you have. Whenever your prescription meds change, you want to think about what you can do about the uh, backups you got in your bag. Sound good? Good by me. All right, so we'll catch you next time. Thank you for joining us.